You're listening to Matt Walsh On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. Welcome to the Matt Walsh Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. So I thought I'd give you some recent dispatches from the death cult known as modern liberalism. Just because these are all important stories that nobody's talking about. Uh, first, Planned Parenthood and uh, the ACLU are suing the state of Indiana because Governor uh, Pence signed a bill prohibiting abortions based on sex or genetic abnormality. Uh, so for people who, who, who worry about discrimination against females and the disabled, you, you would think that um, liberals would, be, would agree that killing a child for being female or disabled would certainly qualify as, at the very least, discriminatory. But we know that liberals only wish to prevent the sort of discrimination that makes it hard for a person to find a job or enter the bathroom of their choosing. Not the sort of discrimination that leads to a person having her skull crushed and her body dumped in a medical waste container. Um, feminists, in fact, were so upset, uh, upset at the prospect of being deprived the opportunity to kill Down syndrome babies that they rallied by the hundreds at the state house over the weekend. Um, and in fairness, it wasn't just the, the selective abortion aspect of the bill that they, that, that they were so upset about. They were also furious that the new law requires abortion clinics to inter, meaning bury, or cremate the remains of the child, uh, of the children they execute. And just the very idea that the lifeless bodies of murdered children will be treated with even the slightest hint of decency or respect was too much for the death cultists to bear. So on top of rallying at the, the state capitol, they also organized a, a crude and bizarre campaign that involved a bunch of uh, feminists calling Governor Pence's office to inform him about the details of their periods. Yeah, I don't know. This is what has become a feminism. A, a century ago, they, they, they marched for the right to vote. And, and today they yap about their menstrual cycles and scream with rage if you tell them they can't kill the disabled. It's a very, it's a, um, it is a, it's a different sort of, of, of movement now. So the second thing, Cecil Richards, easily the most murderous human being currently living on the planet, recently opined that abortion must be humanized, she said. She said this last week. Um, of course, the babies who are being killed must be dehumanized but she she suggested that the act of killing 
the dehumanized humans should itself be humanized. So I don't know if you're following that. I don't know. Maybe she'll expound on that thought when she delivers a lecture at Georgetown University this month. Um, it's a Catholic school, by the way. And this is the the CEO of Planned Parenthood. Um, literally, I mean, I mean, literally the last person who should ever be invited to a Catholic school. The last person on the planet. We should go through a Rolodex of every other human on the planet before we get to somebody like that. The bright side is that uh, perhaps these students at this Catholic school can ask um, Cecil Richards what kind of hand soap she uses to wipe the blood of 2.8 million children, murdered children off her hands, because that would be a good, uh, you know, maybe a good tip. Third, we have the persecution of citizen journalist and civil rights hero Dave, uh, David uh, Daleiden, which, which continues unabated, mostly ignored by um, the media, certainly, and by society. As of yet, Planned Parenthood has avoided prosecution for their many, many, many crimes, just as they faced minimal legal backlash for you know, their repeated attempts to cover up child rape and, uh, and to illegally dump uh, dead babies in landfills, performing surgical procedures without a license. I mean, these are the kinds of charges, kinds of crimes they committed all across the country, uh, illegally performing second trimester abortions and so on. Planned Parenthood has been a criminal enterprise for decades, engaging in everything from infanticide to tax fraud. But still, it continues to rake in billions of tax dollars and face almost no prosecution, which isn't surprising. Because if you kill babies for a living, we've learned, you can do pretty much whatever else you like, and the government will do whatever it can to look the other way. This is how Kermit Gosnell managed to run a veritable infant concentration camp in the middle of a major American city for years before the feds were finally forced to shut it down. Uh, if you're an orthodontist and you, and you fail to properly sweep the floors before the, before the start of business, agents from the health department will, will, will rappel down from black helicopters and start handing out fines and citations within minutes. But if you operate an abortion clinic where untrained and unlicensed 15-year-old kids under the orders of a depraved lunatic decapitate fully developed babies and then dump their bodies in buckets in the corner of the grimy, unsanitary, blood-stained office, the state will do precisely nothing to stop it for years. And when they do finally make a move, it'll be because you wrote funny prescriptions, not because you were killing human beings. Um, the point is, the abortion business is fiercely protected. It often tries to paint itself as the aggrieved party whenever anyone opposes it, but this is like John Wayne Gacy complaining that he's been victimized because he stubbed his toe while chasing one of his, one of his victims. You know, in truth, the baby-killing industry is um, far from a victim. It is incredibly powerful, and it is defended by ominous forces, both political and satanic in origin. So to stand against it is to stand in protest at the gates of hell, shouting at the devil himself. And David Daleiden and uh, the other people at Center for Medical Progress know this all too well. It was bad enough when his videos exposing the rampant criminality at Planned Parenthood were ignored by the media and the culture as a whole. That was bad enough. Um, the president refused to so much as watch the videos, let alone condemn the organization's criminal behavior. And for its part, the media mostly buried the story. And when they do cover it, they, they, they lie about the lie in CMP, the undercover videos. News outlets have, have, for instance, breathlessly reported that CMP edited and manipulated the footage 
even though Planned Parenthood's own analysis of the tapes, as I, as I uh, documented back when this analysis came out a few months ago, their own analysis of the tapes concluded that the videos were not manipulated. Were not. Regardless. In Texas, a grand jury uh, over, overlooked the fact that Planned Parenthood confessed on camera to breaking the law and instead indicted Leiden and one of his associates. They indicted him. And to make the, the whole thing even more of a farce, they charged him with the crime of attempting to buy baby parts, yet they didn't charge Planned Parenthood with the crime of attempting to sell them. And then it turns out that an assistant DA in the same Texas county is a Planned Parenthood board member. But nobody cares about that either. And now, as we, as we move into what, what happened in the last week or two, in California, Planned Parenthood again has eluded prosecution, but Delayden has had his apartment raided by goons from the California Department of Justice. Authorities confiscated you know, many of his belongings, including damning undercover video of Planned Parenthood that had not yet been released, that he still had, you know, and he hadn't released it. And they barge into his home and steal it from him. Take it. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris, I think that's how you pronounce her last name, her first name, Kamala, Kamala, whatever. Harris, the uh, California attorney general who ordered the raids, is vocally and unapologetically in the tank for Planned Parenthood. She's received tens of thousands of dollars in donations from Planned Parenthood from many of their different affiliates. Um... And incredibly, at the time of orchestrating the confiscation of Delayden's property, Harris had a petition on her website encouraging citizens to support Planned Parenthood. So she is making no attempt to hide the fact that she's conducting a campaign of revenge against a political enemy at the behest of the abortion industry. This is political persecution, um, and it's the sort that the persecutors don't even feel inclined to disguise. I'm not sure I've ever witnessed anything as blatant as this. As I've been saying for years, abortion is the high sacrament of liberalism. Liberals venerate baby killing with a religious fervor. And anyone who attempts to shine a light on their barbaric child sacrifice rituals will be descended upon and destroyed. They won't even pretend to be fair or objective about it. They cannot allow Planned Parenthood to face scrutiny or justice because Planned Parenthood is not only the nation's most prolific baby butcherer, but they become a mascot for abortion itself. And abortion itself is the centerpiece of liberal worship and the foundation of their cultural agenda. So they can't, there's just, you cannot be allowed to threaten abortion. Abortion is power in liberalism. Uh, it represents in their minds a victory over science, truth, reason, family, morality, God. They see it like Gollum sees the one ring. And, and they will savagely pounce on anyone who attempts to throw it into Mount Doom. The Leiden, w- w- he was never posed to end abortion all on his own, of course. But in keeping with my nerdy analogy here, uh, he and his cohorts managed to infiltrate deeper into Mordor than anyone else. They plunged right into the belly of the, of the hideous beast where abortionists and Planned Parenthood officials drop their guards, sip their wine, haggle over the prices of human liver, laugh hysterically about eyeballs falling out of a dead baby's severed skull, openly and proudly admit that abortion violently kills a person, and generally carry on like deranged supervillains in the most disturbing comic book ever produced. There was no way 
some pro-life journalists were ever going to invade their nest, expose and embarrass them like that, and not face serious repercussions from the industry and its horrors in government. There was no way they'd come out unscathed. But Daleiden and his company <clears throat> went in anyway. And for that... <clears throat> excuse me. And for that, they are they're heroes. They're heroes. And I think they represent a challenge to the rest of us. Those of us who uh, realize and attest to the fact that abortion is murder. And therefore, abortion is the murder of a million human beings a year. Which makes it a greater genocide than any humanity has ever witnessed. Certainly in modern times. And if we attest to that fact, then we have to do something about it. We have to do something about it. We, we can't just say it and then sit here. And I think at first, you know, but, but, but saying it is at least a start. And I think a lot of so-called conservatives aren't even at that point where they're willing to say it. You know, in their own head, they think it maybe they're willing to say it in the privacy of their homes, you know, you know, in certain contexts. But a lot of conservatives aren't even willing to stand up in front of people, in front of the world, and say, this is murder, this is a horrible thing, it must be stopped. So we have to get to the point where we'll say it, and then after we get to that point, then, then the next step is to do something. Something. And when we look at the people that are sacrificing everything, potentially, putting their freedom on the line to help these kids, I think when we look at that, you know, we have to ask ourselves, well, well, What's our excuse? What's our excuse? And the answer is we don't have one. All right. That's going to do it for me. I will uh, talk to you next week. Akruche, salus. Godspeed, everybody.